Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Welcome to EFT Happy Half Hour with best-selling author Katherine Taylor. As a licensed marriage and family therapist and addictions counselor, Katherine is certified by EFT master Lindsay Kinney and trained in accessing the Akashic Records of your soul. Stay tuned to learn how to take the edge off limiting beliefs, quiet disruptive feelings, reduce physical challenges, and dissolve spiritual blocks. And now I'm proud to introduce you to the mother of inner child work, Catherine Taylor. Greetings and welcome. Welcome to today's show. And this is Catherine Taylor, and I'm the host for this episode. And today we're going to talk about the chain of pain. And actually, that is a phrase that I'm borrowing from Esther Hicks, who channels the the group of um, non-entity individuals called Abraham. And I was listening to one of the Abraham YouTubes the other day. I often do that just when I'm driving around or when I'm exercising or taking a walk. And I just want kind of a different frame of reference to relate to. And so I pull up a YouTube. And on this one, they were talking about the chain of pain. And I really liked it because... The chain of pain relates to that process where we're responding to the circumstances of our life, and the circumstances often involve an interaction with somebody where, for whatever reason, they're in their own chain of pain, they're in their own response cycle, and they take it out on us, and it affects our energy field, it affects our way that we relate to ourselves, we take it on. It's like they throw this hot potato at us, and if we identify with it, if we let it penetrate our force field and end up taking it on and feeling bad about ourselves, then we tend to discharge that by taking it out on the next person that we're involved in, unless we process it unless we recognize that we've taken it on and we use tapping to discharge it, to break that cycle. And that's what we're going to do today is talk about how we break the cycle. But before we talk about how we break the cycle, I want to talk about how we even become vulnerable to that cycle. And if we're feeling really good about ourselves, then we don't get locked in to that reactivity. We recognize if somebody kind of dumps something on us, we can deflect it. We can do what I call the Aikido step where we just shift and we don't even allow it to penetrate us, which that's really the ideal. We want to be able to be in sync with our own inner self, with our own higher self, with our own inner being enough that the circumstances of our life don't throw us off kilter. But, of course, because we're human beings, we're not always able to sustain that kind of objectivity, that ability to stay what I call nonchalantly detached 
And what that means is that we're in a position to be able to respond, but only if the interaction matches our vibrational frequency of the time. What often happens is we get sideswiped by somebody else's reaction to us, and then it knocks us off of our own disc of of uh, vibrational frequency, and we take it on. And it's literally like catching a hot potato. If we catch that hot potato, we have no option other than to process it ourselves or to discharge it on somebody else. So that's why I call it the cycle of the, the chain of pain, which is the cycle of the pain. We get caught in that loop. Well, we get caught in that loop because of whatever we experienced during the time in our lives when that whole projective process and that negative process was getting anchored in, and that's between the ages of three to six. That's when we first developed the ability to even conceptualize that someone is looking at us with disfavor. And we begin to work our behavior accordingly because what we want is we want to do things that are accepted because in order to be accepted and in order to survive, we have to be safe with those people in our lives. And so we adjust our behavior accordingly so that we win their favor because to be in favor with the adults in our lives means that we're going to survive, that we're going to feel safe. Now, we all know that that doesn't always pan out that way, but that's the belief system. In that three- to six-year-old mind, we calculate how we need to respond to our world in order to win that favor so that we can feel safe. Well, we carry that DNA programming into our adult relationships, and it's almost this unconscious program that's running in the background. That's it. that subconscious mind that has those certain paradigms and belief systems. And so energetically, we pick up when somebody is treating us in an unfavorable manner, and most often we respond. If we're not on top of it, if we're not doing our own inner work and staying very centered within our own uh, value system and staying very connected to our higher self, then we, we respond, we collapse. I call it collapsing into that inner child. And we then energetically feel that negativity. We may register it in our solar plexus. We may register it in our heart chakra. We may tighten our neck. Uh, you know, different people have different places where they record that kind of stress. But we have to have ways to discharge that stress or we act it out and pass it on, which is the chain of pain. We become one more kind of notch in that chain of pain. So tapping is a wonderful way to disconnect from that. And that's what I want to do now is just do some tapping where we begin to break that cycle. The way we do that is you have to think of a time when you felt that. The beauty of EFT, the beauty of tapping, is that we start with what Gary Craig called and still calls an energetic disturbance. And that's where 
something happened and it glitched our energy field. That's what I'm talking about when we collapse and respond is we activate this energetic disruption. And that's in our electrical circuitry. And so that cycles around and cycles around. And so in order to neutralize that, we have to activate it in our system. So before we start the tapping, I would invite you to just think of a time that that was recent. It doesn't have to be a real intense time where you felt that kind of projection, where you had an interaction with someone where they treated you unfavorably and you felt that tension. You took it on. You didn't have the capacity to deflect it. And I always like, if I'm on top of things, to deflect it to their higher self. But sometimes it catches me off guard and boom, I collapse before I know it. So one of the ways that I get out of it once I've collapsed is by tapping. So I invite you now, just take a few moments, maybe while you're grabbing a drink of water or whatever, to just think about a recent time when you felt that. When you felt that kind of energetic disturbance of being in disfavor with someone else. Notice where you feel it in your body. Where does your body store tension? Where does your body let you know that you are experiencing tension? Bring your focus to that part of your body. And then if this is the first time you've ever tapped with me, I just recommend that you don't even try to tap. You just listen to this as a meditation. And then I invite you to go to my website, which is www.eftforyourinnerchild.com. Go to the tab that says Interactive Tapping Explained, and there's two videos there. One is by Gary Crick himself, who's the founder of EFT. That will give you all the information and the point of reference you need to understand tapping. And then go to mine, which talks about my brand of tapping, which I call Interactive Tapping. So anyway, that will show you the points and show you how to do it. For those of you who have tapped with me before, we start on the karate. Usually you're well hydrated. And if you aren't, then grab some water right now. Well, you're pulling up that experience where you collapsed into disfavor and you felt your own personal chain of pain. It was passed on to you. You took it on. And then maybe you're ready to pass it on to somebody else. Or you even did and you recognize that you had a fight with your boss or an interaction with your boss, you came home and you took it out on one of your children or your spouse or even your pet. Or maybe you snapped at somebody at the store. Or you got feisty while you were commuting back home. Where did you discharge it? You want to see what that cycle was so that we can neutralize your initial response and then deflect it, and then neutralize your negativity that you passed on so that you make your amends in that situation. That's how you break your chain of pain. All right, with that explanation, just shake your hands out. And we come to the karate. Now, the karate is that fleshy part between the little finger and the wrist. And you can either do karate to karate or just use the fingers on one hand to tap the fleshy part on the other hand, and repeat after me. Even though I now recognize that I was engaged in 
a cycle of the chain of pain, I now want to write that wrong. So even though I recognize I had an interaction such as this, and I got caught in a state of reactivity, I want to write that wrong. So even though I had an interaction with someone where I felt dismissed, I felt small, or I felt angry, or just reactive in any way, and I followed through with discharging that on someone new, I want to now write that wrong. Okay, so that's the first setup, and we're just going to neutralize our reactivity to the initial interaction. So come to your first point. Every time I say a phrase, just go to your next point. This situation, this negative interaction, it really glitched me. It came from nowhere. And it penetrated my force field. And I reacted. I responded. I collapsed. I didn't feel good about myself. I took on their pain. Their response to me was unfair. I didn't like it. I don't like it now. But I wasn't able to block it at that time. Instead, I took it with me. I copped an attitude of my own. The next person I came in contact with I discharged it on them, knowingly or unknowingly. I took my bad mood, my hurt mood, and I passed it on. I paid it forward in a negative way, and I now want to right that wrong. Okay, take a deep breath. I'm going to first walk you through forgiving the original person because God only knows where their chain of pain started. So I want you to take a moment and we're going to do like a meditation tapping. So you'll be tapping while I'm saying this, but you don't have to repeat it. But what I want you to do is just picture the person in front of you, the person that originally dumped the negativity on you. Take a deep breath and see where your level of pain is now. 
If you can come into your heart, then do so. Know, and just be tapping on your endpoints while you're doing this. Know that that person was fueling out of sorts with themselves. That person was not feeling good about themselves. And this got passed on. This got passed on to you. This got passed on to you. And you were unable to discharge it. You were unable to deflect it. Just keep tapping on your endpoints. And you just want now to see the chain of pain for that person. The chain of pain that started way before you. Recognize that had nothing to do with you. Recognize it's not yours. It's only yours when you take it on. And make a choice to send it back to their higher self. You don't have to send it back to them, but you don't have to take it on either. Simply give it back to their higher self. And as you do that, imagine that you say to that person, I now forgive you, for I understand you were simply caught in your own chain of pain. And I am now ready to release it and let it go. I took on your chain of pain and passed it on. And I now want to forgive, release, and let go. Now, just take a deep breath and see if that took care of it for you. See if that enabled you to move beyond it. See if you can now forgive that person and recognize you were just a victim of their victimization. And the cycle can stop with you. You can connect with your higher self. You can be in a higher place now. So imagine that before you move on, that you have disconnected from the person that you received it from. But before you can make your amends to the person you dumped it on, you need to come back into alignment with your higher self and do so now. Take a deep breath. Take another deep breath. And put one hand on your belly, one hand on your heart. And imagine that you allow 
you allow that to release and let go. And as you do that, you breathe in and you expand. You breathe out and you release and let go. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in and expand. Breathe out. And release and let go. And now switch your hands up so that your left hand is on your heart and your right hand's on your third eye. You're going to open up your third eye so that you can connect directly with your higher self and infuse your whole physical form with that higher energy. Take a deep breath, breathe into your heart, expand, breathe out your third eye, release, let go, connect. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out, release, and let go. All right, shake your hands out. Now, come to your mind's eye and see the person that you dumped it on. How did you pass it on? Who did you discharge it on? Take a deep breath and see that person in front of you. And start tapping again as you make your amends. I am so sorry that I treated you this way. It wasn't your fault. I apologize for passing it on. I really apologize for taking this out on you. I really apologize for passing it on, for paying this forward. And I ask for your forgiveness so that together we can let go. Take a deep breath. Now, decide if you really want to even contact that person directly. And just say to them, look, I'm really sorry I treated you that way. It wasn't fair. And I just want to apologize. And that's really effective because then you own it. You clean it up. You don't carry it within you. You complete that cycle. Think about the times when you've treated somebody unfairly. Of those times... Are there any that are lingering that you really do want to clean up? Because what happens is that we begin to feel guilty. We begin to not feel good about ourselves. And then, again, whatever negativity we feel about ourselves, that somehow finds its way into our interactions with others. 
You can even make a list of people that you feel you've treated unfairly. That in the 12-step program is step four. Keeping a daily connection with this is step 10. So you stay current. We want to get rid of all resentments and regrets. And the more that we can do that, the more we stay in alignment with our higher self, the more we stay in alignment with our truest self. And that's what we want to do. We want to spend as much time as we can in a state of joy, in a state of receptivity, in a state of expansion. And we want to be able to see the times when we don't feel that, what it's related to, and how we can get out of it, how we can move beyond it, how we can clean it up. And that's basically what our job is, is to hold ourselves accountable and to spend as much time as we can in joy. And when we're not in joy, when we're in what Abraham calls that step one contrast moment, that we clean it up, that we take care of it that we make our amends or we make sometimes our amends to ourselves. Sometimes where we discharge it is our own bodies. How many times have you been treated unfairly and you go and you eat behind it or you smoke behind it or you do some addictive behavior as a way to discharge that energy? That's taking it out on on your body. That's taking it out on yourself. So then you make amends to yourself because there's some healthy part of you that is striving to experience more and more joy and more and more illumination. Your body's doing the best job it can to serve you. And when we take it out on our bodies, our bodies suffer. We have a relationship with our body. So watch for the chain of pain and acknowledge where you are in that process. And use your tapping to break that cycle. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to the people in your world. You owe it to your body. You owe it to anyone with whom you have contact. And the more you can be accountable, the more joy you're going to be able to experience. So I hope this has brought you some illumination, some insight, some inspiration. And until next time, be good to you and be good to yourself and be good to all those around you. Be good to your body. Be good to strangers. Be good to anything and everything in your universe that can be a source of joy. Until next time, Denaho. Thank you for tuning in to Edge EFT Happy Half Hour with Katherine Taylor. Want to hear more about how to discover your true potential, enrich your relationship with yourself and others, and increase your ability to succeed? Contact Katherine at 612-710-7720 to sign up for one of her many online programs or to experience hands-on guidance, schedule a lifestyle coaching session today.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.